0: Okay, hello everybody. Another uh, podcast here. This time we have got uh, well, we've got Jess Pettis on the phone, all the way out there in California. Jess, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, man, thanks
0: a lot for uh, taking the time. I know we've been doing the uh, some classic phone tag here the past couple days.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it feels like we always play some phone tag and like on uh, different different time schedule. You East Coast, and I'm on West Coast, and it's uh, get busy during the days. But no, it's good to catch up
0: yeah for sure man the last time we spoke, we were in the same time zone we were both out in California, and we sat in your garage, had that little chat there in uh, in uh, in California there and in Menifee. um and then of course, we haven't really spoken since you had that crash now i mean i i speak i have spoken to a whole bunch of people who were there that day, and I hear uh you know first hand experience you know what what happened um obviously, can you just i know you don't want to talk too much about that we got some fun stuff to talk about now, so but just kind of sum us up on what happened there and, uh, and and what the kind of recovery was.
1: Yeah, obviously, as everyone knows, I had a pretty big get-off um, getting ready for the East Coast Supercross. So that was back in, I think, late January or early February. So, yeah, I had a just a mishap in the whoops and didn't really even crash too hard. But uh, I hit the ground and the bike flipped over and basically smoked me right in the back. And um, obviously, like, I got up right away and felt my collarbone. It felt you know, like it was, it was broken. So I was, <laughs> I was pretty bummed on that. And then, uh, I was just a bit beat up and then I kind of started like coughing up some blood and then <laughs> things got a little bit more serious as I started, you know, anything internal. I've never really had that happen before. So, um, yeah, end ended up having quite a bit of blood come out and I had to get rushed to the hospital. Um, long story short, I was in the hospital for, Think four days and had a tube in the side of me and hmm. punctured my lung pretty good and broke my shoulder blade and broke my collarbone. So fast forwarding now I guess just over two months, like I've healed up really well and I'm I'm happy with the, the whole recovery part of things. Um I needed to go back home to B C and get surgery on my collarbone and uh and get a new plate put in there. Hmm. But uh a new plate. Yeah I mean yeah, just a new place, some some new hardware. The, the old stuff was getting rusty, so I got some uh, updated hardware, and we're ready to rock.
0: <laughs> now, here's here's what I both like and don't like about this whole crash. I mostly like it, because it, uh, it just kind of tells what kind of a rider you are and stuff. I heard that you went out, crashed in the whoops, dusted yourself off, took a break, came back out, went forward again, crashed again a little harder, dusted yourself off, took another break, and went at it again. Just You were just determined to nail those whoops in there and stuff like that now is that uh, is that accurate
1: uh not exactly no i mean i crashed one time and then i went back out and the second time i crashed um and that was the end of it for the day (laughs) i just had two crashes but obviously i should have probably called it after the first one um but yeah my ego probably got in the way and i wanted to try and make the best of the day and the situation and the track was uh was honestly a little bit sketchy that day and I probably if I would do it over again I'd probably think again and uh and probably just call it a day and say that there's uh you know another day that could be better but um yeah obviously I'm not the type to quit and and having one crash and I was totally okay from that and I don't really want to just call a day on that I always like to end on a good note so unfortunately I went back out uh and it didn't end on a good note but it is what it is I mean can't really replay the past uh maybe i learned something for for next time that uh you know don't get caught up in it and and uh yeah right it's a bummer the way it went but it is what it is
0: well like i say i mean i, I like the fact that you're like well screw this i'm gonna i'm gonna blitz these whoops and i don't like it because you obviously missed uh, missed the east coast but those i mean that was a state fair and uh, i was there many times while i was out there and uh, those whoops they kind of bit a lot of guys
1: <laughs> yeah it's one of those things like man i've hit a lot of big sets of whoops and like double the size probably and uh and it's predictable at least but just one of those things that caught me catches you off guard because they're you know on the smaller side i'd say but they're very sketchy and they're it was like riding on ice i think a couple guys went down that day and then come to find out like even a couple days after that i seen like everybody was just going around them because they're so sketchy but yeah i mean obviously coming from the east coast and there or the dirt's good and it's completely different and then i just uh you know i i i didn't really under like i kind of underestimated how bad the track was and just try to make the best of that day and and the situation that how the track was but um yeah maybe it would have been better to go around the whoops and <laughs> and whatnot but it didn't happen and yeah they they were just sketchy and a lot of guys ended up going down in them and yeah i know i wasn't the only guy but uh it just sucks it, it went that way especially at a practice track and uh didn't really get to make it to the races which which has been a problem for me before but obviously it's uh it's tough
0: All Right, right well and it's funny because they weren't that big but they everybody started skating sideways on them and next thing you know guys are on their heads but uh yeah <laughs> oh well all right, Jess. Well, that be, it gave you the opportunity to hang out back home with the folks and stuff, though. So, how was that? Did you you went home and uh, had some time at home?
1: Yeah. Well, actually, none of my family was back home, but yeah, <laughs> I went back home. I just basically flew there as soon as I could, once my lung was good enough to fly, and I got my collarbone fixed. Spent about two weeks there, and then I actually packed up my van and uh, and my bike and stuff, and just drove back down to California. Because for me, as far as I mean, I could have stayed in. In BC for the, I mean, I guess uh, almost two months of my recovery, but mentally and physically, I knew it would be a better spot to be in the sun and uh, where I can be somewhat active. And I got back on the road bike and, and just in the sun and kind of just a better environment, more things to do. Um, that was kind of my plan and my goal because obviously the mental side of injuries can be tough at times and just tried to help myself out on that end. So basically came back down after two weeks and then. Uh, yeah, I think I've been down in California for about another month or six weeks now, and uh, yeah, back riding, training, all the good stuff. So, kind of feels nice to be back on the program and taking a bit of a different approach this time. And I'm enjoying it so far.
0: Okay, now you um, you were renting a pretty cool place there last I saw you, but I'm assuming you weren't. You've not in that same place that long, or are you still in that same place?
1: No, I'm in a different place now. I- Place was really expensive, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just it was an Airbnb basically. So right. short term. Uh, I'm back at Kevin Urquhart's actually, so okay. staying staying here for the time being before I head back up to Canada. Um, in probably about another three weeks, I'd say.
0: Okay. Oh, so you're doing the uh, the old. Uh... You know what's funny is I was in. Um, where'd I go? I went, I went to Lake Elsinore, and I saw Blake Savage there. So, I, and Honda team had it all set up. So I was in there talking with Blake Savage. And Ken Roxon was there, and we got talking. I said, hey, man, where should I go? Uh, where's a good place for me to go cycle? You know what Ken said? You know what he said. La, uh, La- yeah, Cresta.
1: Probably, either, probably La Cresta. He did.
0: And I went, oh, no. Oh, no, no. I don't need La Cresta yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you got to wait for your... Uh- for me to be your tour guide and That's get right. your tongue in the spokes again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, it was good. I was down there for almost six weeks. I got to do tons of cycling. So I should... now I'm out of shape again because I'm back up here. But uh, damn
1: it, yeah. it, never
0: works out.
1: Yeah, there you go. Don't just don't come with me. I've gotten three flat tires in the last, like, three or four rides, that so I've gone.
0: Oh, man. Okay, so, yeah. so you say you went back down there. So with collarbone and shoulder blade and stuff, what were you able to do? Were you forcing yourself on the bicycle right away?
1: Um, No, I mean, I took, uh, yeah, two or three weeks kind of off the program, just let myself rest up. And then, um, yeah, I was just honestly, like, getting back to just the basics, like uh, even just going for a nice cruise on the road bike and um, light stuff in the gym and whatnot, kind of going to the beach and doing light stuff like uh, light jog and stuff like that, just kind of enjoying kind of all the little things. Um, But honestly, my body felt pretty good once I got back down here and my my injuries were full, pretty much healed by then aside from my collarbone like I had to just kind of wait on that right um but yeah no I, I just was cycling and uh and trying to pass some time in the sun but thankfully yeah back to the program now and and kind of just like each week it was one step closer like you know more cycling and then started running and then I was able to be in the gym uh start mountain biking easily just on some really easy trails and to the point where now I'm kind of built myself back up to a normal program
0: okay good now it had had none of this happened you would have been doing east coast supercross so you would have been obviously busy with that and everything so what would the original plan be where would you have been training and then you'd have been going right to salt lake city and then then into outdoors so now i guess you're getting a head start in the outdoors but what kind of was the original plan and obviously we've got some, some interesting stuff to talk about with the way the training plan has changed but uh What was the original plan like if Supercross was still a thing?
1: Yeah, so that was honestly like, uh, it was gonna be hard to juggle both, I guess, but especially because now I'm on the new KTM 452 for outdoors, so it would be like not a lot of time there, but I was gonna race 250 East Coast, uh, Supercross, and then basically as the series came, and I was gonna train out at Alden's uh, back in Florida. I honestly left all my stuff in Florida, so it was a hassle to get all that stuff picked up, but, um, I was supposed to be out there training the whole East coast, fly back and forth each round back there. That was going to be my spot. And then when it came out to salt Lake, I would, uh, maybe ride for like a week or two, um, outdoors on my 450, and then kind of right into outdoors. So that was kind of playing in the back of my mind. I know the super crossing was my main focus. And then outdoors is like something that was probably just going to get put off and then thrown into it so in the big picture like obviously it's a bummer how supercross all went and uh i i'm bummed that it went i think it's going to be better for my whole season outdoors uh i'm on the new new bike now so i'm loving that thing and i'm gonna have basically two and a half three months on it and uh you know suspension testing and, and just get really comfortable on that thing so uh i think in a way it all happens for a reason and it's going to set me up good for the summer.
0: Okay, right, right, so that, uh, that kind of leads me into my, uh, well one of the main reasons for this call was uh, our mutual good friend there, our old buddy Alf Viney there at Viney Ranch over there in Murrieta, he got a hold of me and said, well guess who is now training here and training with uh, Ryan Hughes a little bit, uh, doing some stuff with him, with uh, Noah Viney, so there's like a, a nice little group of Canadians down there. How the heck did all of this come together with, uh, I mean, you you obviously don't live very far from Ulf, but uh, how did it all come together?
1: Yeah, um, well, basically, uh, yeah, obviously I was injured, so I had a lot of thinking to do, <laughs> and um, anyone who's followed my career has known I've been, been injured quite a bit, so um, I'm kind of looking back at it and just wondering why certain things happen and maybe how I can prevent things in the future. I don't want to just go down the same road, you know, all the time, and um obviously rhino he has a good uh, a good name and a lot of knowledge for for technique wise on the bike and uh maybe even just fitness nutrition kind of all around so i've never trained with him and i uh, haven't really even talking to him before so i i kind of talked with alden and stuff back in florida and i told him my approach like i've i've been injured and i i need to try and prevent certain things and uh i think i'm going to go this route and just and try it out and um, it's been a thing lacking maybe certain techniques that I've, I haven't had and, um, that I'd like to work on to be a, kind of a safer rider and, and go fast at the same time. So I feel like speed has not really been an issue for me at times, but, um, obviously I've had some big getoffs and, and it's a hard thing to go through injury after injury again and again. So yeah, just working with Rhino, uh, a little bit, just on some technique stuff and going back to the basics, which, um, you know, I think it's good timing for it and, yeah, just trying to – it's not stuff that I don't really know, but it's just like I need to go back and um, kind of retrain myself maybe on some bad habits that uh, that I've had in the last couple of years and try and fix a few things. So it's kind of what I'm doing, just a little bit of uh, that program and, and some, some knowledge of my own stuff I feel like I've learned from you know, a couple other trainers and so far I've been enjoying the process
0: okay now it's interesting i mean uh it sounds so obvious when you watch uh rhino on his uh on his instagram stuff it's like oh that sounds obvious but uh <laughs> i don't know if it's right or not but it sounds obvious now were you yeah was this a connection through the vineys or is this you just searched out uh ryan on your own
1: um yeah no i mean i i it was completely my own decision like i talked with the team a little bit um back in canada and um we just kind of felt like that was the the route i had to go and um at least give it a give it a try and, and you know see how it works for for myself and i didn't actually have like rhino's number or anything so i did hit up ulf and i'm like hey you got rhino's number like i want to give him a shout so uh he kind of helped me out in that aspect but it was uh you know fully my decision i'd say and in just trying to be a better better racer and and just yeah trying to fix some issues maybe i've had so see that's yeah i think i'm like two weeks two weeks into the the program with them now so it's been it's been cool
0: okay yeah because see in my head i'm i'm all smiles back here in in canada thinking that you all noah ryan are all out at palomar doing those uh riding that cool track and uh, and working (laughs) on things am i way off or are you do you guys get to ride together
1: yeah no you're you're bang on for sure like i think it was tuesday we were out there yes a couple days ago we're we we're out there and uh yeah the vinnies obviously they got a super cool track out in the hills and uh kind of just gnarly rough uh outdoor style track so up in the hills sandy and that was cool we just went out there we pounded two 35 minute motos and then we went for a run up in the hills and uh yeah it's it's cool like alf is obviously very welcoming for me and uh we've been over at his place doing the gym stuff and working out and um hitting the sauna and ice baths and all that stuff so it's been it's been cool they're great people and yeah the connection between them and rhino and kind of adding me into it it's been uh it's been fun and we're working hard but yeah it's it's uh it's good
0: nice now i know they've got that little uh, portable sauna thing and then they've got a a floor freezer filled with ice water now their actual swimming pool was like a uh, ice bath as well is it warmed up out there are you actually able to go in the pool for a
1: swim uh, I haven't gone in the pool <laughs> myself yet, but I hit the ice bath the other day and that shit makes you a man for sure. <laughs> but but it uh, takes no, away from being uh, a man. Uh, than, I'm and, sure yeah, I'm sure it's warming up a little bit. It's been like 33 degrees oh, so out here in California, so Okay. Um yeah, it's it's cranking up. It's damn near summer weather.
0: Have you cleaned all the uh op- the obstacles on the pump track?
1: I haven't hit that yet, no. Man, I've had some injuries so i just need to stay away from that <laughs> shit at the moment i'm just just riding my dirt bike and enjoying it yeah.
0: okay now i had never met rhino before and then when i did he is not what you expect in person like i was like very impressed with how humble and nice and welcoming and open he was about everything now but then online he's got a very polarizing personality and stuff like how how is he with you i mean with the you know opening up your hips and all this i like, guess how is that uh, how is it with you how are you finding it all
1: yeah he's been he's been good he's uh he's obviously yeah not like doesn't try and brag himself up and stuff on the uh you know like in person he's pretty pretty down to earth dude and um yeah it's nice because I, I feel like I have someone that's good to just you know ask uh, a lot of questions like whatever if it's about technique or you know anything food wise or, or this or that like he's uh he's definitely pretty knowledgeable and he'll speak his mind so he won't exactly always just speak his mind just to me, but if you have a question, like he, he seems to always have an answer for it. So, um, yeah, obviously I haven't spent too much time with him yet, but I mean, I feel like our personalities, we can Oh, are you
0: there? Oh yeah.
1: yeah. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah. We drive missed you there for dropped you for a second.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear that? <laughs> uh,
0: no, I was in and out <laughs> the last part.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. But no, I, uh, I've been enjoying it so far. And like, feel like every time I have to maybe ask him a question or something, he's always got like a good answer, um, to it. So I enjoy that part of it. And he's not always, you know, just talking my ear off. But if I have a question, it's, uh, I feel like I can kind of get, get through to him in a way to where, you know, always try and fix an issue or have, have something to work on with him. And, uh, he kind of understands that, and our personalities match pretty well so far. I mean, I've been with him for a couple of weeks now, so I obviously don't know him too well, but um, so far, like, we've we've hit it off pretty good, I'd say.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Obviously, you're a fast rider and obviously very fast outdoors, and I'm sure you're loving that track, but even, like, a super fast rider, I've, I've watched, you can actually just kind of watch and instantly pick something out. So has he, has he seen something in you that you've gone, oh, okay, I will try to work on? Like, what are you, uh, like, yet? Has that happened yet, or...? where are you with
1: that yeah yeah actually my first day working with him I honestly felt really good like in my whole warm-up and stuff and then I came off I was kind of curious to what he would say and then he he like pointed a few things out right away and Mm -hmm. um I was like damn all right well that makes me feel like I'm getting my money's worth you know like if (laughs) it was like oh dude you look really good like I'm stoked like let's just do that over again it'd be like all right well what am I paying for but it seems like even if I feel shitty on the bike or really good on the bike there's always something that he can kind of critique and uh and call me out for so not everyone has that eye and uh obviously it's hard to just work on that stuff on your own like it's good to have someone look over you Mm -hmm. and always kind of remind you and it's kind of what i've I've hired him on for at the moment and uh you know it's good i can't give away my secrets because uh (laughs) yeah it's gonna make me a better rider but (laughs) no it's uh he's giving them all away
0: for free on instagram
1: yeah, he does give him. He, he pretty much does give them away for free.
0: <laughs> I watched one today. And I'm like, wow, I, I'm going to actually try this when I go and ride this spring.
1: <laughs> yeah, I even did a few things on the mountain bike the other day. That was like, I felt like relays over pretty well That's from funny. like moto to mountain biking. So, yeah, it's it's good.
0: Hey, and do you realize the history on that Palomar track, like the like like that with Ricky Johnsons and the guys in the '80s, and man, just everybody's ridden there.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, I just knew it was Ricky Johnson's, but not really much else than that. Oh,
0: yeah, like, it's been, uh, it's been one of those secret places in the hills of California since the 80s, like, or maybe even before, I don't know who had it before him, but, yeah, crazy, oh, really? for
1: sure. Yeah, that's, that's cool, it's, uh, it's, it's cool, even the drive out there and stuff, I was enjoying it, and it, it doesn't feel like you're in California, because, like, everyone does the same shit every day, and they go to the polo race, with uh, the the, you know, the the uh, the popular days on the yeah. certain tracks and you know there like it's it's kind of feels like you're getting out and just to you know even in the middle of, like Quebec or like BC or something just going to ride dirt bikes like kind of feels like back to the basics in a way not just a big rat race of
0: right.
1: thousands of people
0: yeah for sure for sure hey you no know, he's also big on uh, I know Noah because of his his deal that he's got going on he's also pretty big on the uh, off road stuff does he have you up there in the mountain trails or anything yet or are you gonna is that part of the plan.
1: No, I haven't really done any of that stuff, so, I, <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't done any of that. Okay. Maybe we will at some point, but I'm not sure.
0: Okay, what other, like, what other, um, how long have you been back on the bike anyway? What other tracks are you hitting?
1: Um, I've been back for, I think, about two weeks or so now, Um, maybe just over that. So, yeah, basically, like, I've rode out in the hills a couple times because we've gotten a little bit of rain out here, and then uh, Paris... Um, hollow raceway i've been a couple times and uh yeah state fair i think just kind of the the normal few tracks down here i haven't been to Glen Helen yet because it's just like it's been on thursdays where everyone goes there and then right. thursdays basically when we're when we're doing our thing uh like out of the vine East tracks so yeah just uh i've been yeah riding for a couple weeks now and okay. feeling like i'm getting better and better and kind of back into the swing of things so yeah enjoying it. just i feel like i appreciate just riding a dirt bike so much more like even if i have a a day that i don't feel so hot or like you know just not the the greatest day on a bike i still am like i'm so stoked when i'm just driving home because <laughs> man like when you sit at home and you're you watch your whole supercross season go away for two years in a row and you're like bummed out and you can't do much you know physical wise it just you appreciate that stuff so much more all
0: right for sure man. Right now are you are you giving yourself obviously you're getting yourself back into maybe race fitness top fitness and stuff but are you 100 healthy now
1: yeah yeah i'd say like uh basically it takes a little bit of time just to come from the couch to full race pace but I, I know i have like another two months and um yeah i i mean yeah how i feel i'm i'm good i definitely could get a little bit better fitness wise long endurance motos and stuff but like yeah i'm not stressed at all I, it's all going to come pretty quick and I'll be good to go so it can't be any worse than last year I came in two weeks on the 450 from an ACL reconstruction that was racing so yeah I'm I'm kind of in a good spot I think
0: right right so it's uh you're full-on outdoor prep now right you're not going to show up at uh, Salt Lake City or anything (laughs) no (laughs) heck no (laughs) you're not going to show up in Atlanta in a couple weeks
1: I mean, shit, how filtered out the West Coast got, I might be able to go out there and do half-decent, but, yeah, you no, know, I'm just going to focus on outdoors.
0: Okay. Hey, did you happen to watch uh, that 5 o'clock Eastern time, so, like, the Gopher Dunes War for Four thing, did you happen to watch that? They did uh, kind of a year-long thing for Dylan to come back and uh, the team for the championship, and uh, the number 15, oh, really?
1: number 15 was in there a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, hopefully we can be in there more this year. <laughs> kind of <laughs> give them a little more something.
0: Yeah, so you gotta, I mean, you got to be thinking, like you say, you came in off an injury last year and you obviously did the best you could and it was tough with a bit of struggling and stuff, but now uh, you've got to be pretty pumped heading into this one. I, mean, I think with the lack of American riders coming up that we've seen so far, I mean, I think that's probably going to change here in a little bit, but we're all talking, I mean, anyone you talk to, it's just between you and Dylan, it seems, in the 450 class. What, uh, you've got to be thinking about that too. What's, uh, what's the goal here heading in?
1: Yeah. I mean, I know I have plenty of like time to prepare and, uh, and yeah, just being healthy is going to be nice for me. I think just coming in and, um, yeah, I mean, Dylan had his issues last year. Like he was a, he's a warrior, you know, that guy's, uh, he's a tough competitor and he kind of, he always has been, I mean, um, he's there to fight for sure. And, and same with me, you know, we both go through some injuries and, and, uh, we, we are there to battle. So, um i i'm looking forward to this year i mean i think he had a little edge over me last year i mean obviously his speed was a, a little bit better and um we both kind of dealt with you know some knee injuries and stuff coming into it or during and stuff so um i'm looking to yeah just kind of sharpen the tools and and kind of come in more prepared uh more time on the bike some good testing and yeah i want to fight there with him and, and i want to be there for the championship i mean that's it's my second year in 450 so i feel like there's no reason not to uh to do it and try and fight for this damn thing. I, I think last year I had zero expectations coming in and it, uh, it went well for me. I think I, I kind of, kind of surprised myself in a way and I, I belonged up there. So it's kind of nice to know that, uh, at least coming in this year, I, I just have to work on a few things to, to just be better. Well, good.
0: I'm glad you said that you surprised yourself. Cause I was going to say, I don't know why I was surprised because obviously you're, I mean, dylan did well when he went up to the 450s his first year and then uh, I, I, I and you said you were kind of surprised i mean i was i mean i think you're right there to actually be a guy that's going to be going bar to bar for sure now you but you also mentioned uh testing and stuff like that have you got that new bike i mean you know you hear things about like cooper webb and stuff like that trying to get that bike sorted out and everything Are you are you on a good a good uh you know plan of getting it sorted out for yourself
1: yeah yeah so i'm on that bike i got it about a week ago um yeah, we got some really good suspension stuff happening here on on the team side, so I'm pretty stoked on that. And then just some good people in our corner. And um, yeah, as far as those guys, I think they've been struggling a bit, um, obviously with the Supercross stuff. But I've talked to some people over in Europe with the, the MXGPs, and those guys seem to be really stoked with the bike. So
0: okay.
1: maybe for now, like I think they might need some time to figure it out for Supercross. But outdoor wise, the kind of how the bike's been made and the chassis changes and everything. Um, It sounds like it kind of works good for outdoors. So I'm uh, honestly, my first feel with the bike, just even when I rode it, just stock, everything was like, I was pretty pumped. So um, obviously it's hard to find a perfect setup for outdoors and Supercross. So um, yeah, I think think it'll work good for outdoors from, from kind of how I've been riding it already and stuff. It feels pretty natural to me so I, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Okay, nice, nice. Now, um, I, obviously, you had uh, Matt DeRoy down there with you. I'm, I'm assuming he's back uh, back doing his normal job, or is, uh, where is he these days?
1: Yeah, actually, him and JSR were down here this week. Uh, I was just with them today, but they're heading back to Montreal here in, uh, tomorrow, I think, and then Nico, my mechanic, will be down here in a week or so for a few, mm-hmm. few weeks or something, and uh, yeah those guys are just working hard on all the team aspect of things and um yeah they're, they're. i think they got it all covered so it's all good before we know it we'll be racing and yeah it should be good
0: awesome all right. well say hello to the guys for me for sure now now what about uh pre-season races will you do any gate drops before can loops
1: um i'm not sure yet like i maybe wanted to do like a few ama nationals but we'll see like i have yeah lots of time before that that i just want to uh focus on my training and stuff so right aside from canada i'm not really sure when the races are or where they are I haven't looked into it so <laughs> I, I would like to do some i think it 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 always works out pretty good if you can hit a few so whether it's ama stuff or in canada you know racing's always good
0: right all right now uh, i gotta okay one last thing here and then we'll let you we'll let you get on with your life Jeff. Yeah, sorry i'm keeping you here what's up i assume you're gonna 2023 the Supercross dream is not over.
1: I'm assuming, right? Yeah, shit. I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> at this point, like, <laughs> I, I'm yeah. I'm not trying to look too far ahead because it's easy to get caught up in in that stuff. So, at this point, like, I'm not even thinking about it or worrying about it. Right. Um, yeah, maybe take a different approach. I'm not sure if there's a good opportunity to do it or. Yeah, who knows? I would. I don't want to just limit myself just to Canada, you know. So maybe do some AMA nationals or MXGPs or or just something. I mean, um, I obviously got some stuff to figure out whether it's Supercross, outdoors GPs. Like, I think it's kind of like now or never kind of thing to go experiment with some different stuff. What? So
0: cool to hear
1: you say that. Uh, yeah. So we'll see.
0: Nice, man. have you and Dylan Wright over in the uh, MXGP in 2023.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll see. Obviously like my main focus now is to go try my best to win a championship uh, in the 450 class and, and go from there.
0: <clears throat> okay. Hey, I lied. One last question. Little uh, <laughs> Noah, Noah Viney just went from super mini to the A class down there and you're getting to ride with him. How are, how's he looking and how are you guys when you go out there uh, together on the track?
1: Yeah, he's a ripper he's a he he's uh i think he's got a good future honestly he's he's small but like he he's a strong little dude and he uh he's got some skill on a bike for sure so i told him i'm like if after loretta's and stuff if they came up to canada and did a round like it'd be cool experience as well to like just see how he stacked up but he uh yeah he's got a future for sure i think he he's got a you know he's got some technique and good people in his corner and uh, yeah he's, he's riding well
0: nice hey, you know what I lied twice to you because I just got a text from Ulf and he said his question to you is how awesome is Ulf on a scale of 9 to 10 10 being the highest
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I mean he's, he's pushing 10 for sure <laughs> <laughs> ah,
0: that's funny what a guy man classic Canadian yeah. humor huh
1: yeah yeah no they're good people
0: all right all right Jess, Well, hey, man i really appreciate you taking the time um i kept you a while here i uh, sorry about that but uh, thank you very much for filling us all in on where you are and what's what's going on there and everything so good luck with everything man and i can't wait to uh well for our series to start out and can lose man so good luck with everything yeah. and do you want to thank uh anybody while you've, while you've got the chance here
1: yeah no i mean obviously my team they're working their butt off and and sticking behind me you know things have gone pretty pretty rough for a while but they uh <laughs> they believe in me and they're uh yeah big shout out to them and um just all the supporters so i'll uh i'll do my best to make them all proud here come race season so yeah just gonna keep keep grinding away and looking forward to getting back behind the gate here soon
0: nice yes well if it were easy it would be called snowboarding
1: yeah <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> all right buddy thank you very much and uh good luck and we'll, we'll keep in touch thanks a lot
1: yeah sounds good cheers all right see
0: you bye bye